Hello and welcome. Claire Attec here and I am delighted that you are joining me for another episode of the Kids Activity Business Club podcast. And today I'm going to be sharing with you three big decisions that I wish I had made sooner. Growing a successful business that you love doesn't have to be difficult. You just need to master a few key principles, techniques and systems. Welcome to the Kids Activity Business Club podcast, your go-to place to learn how to grow and scale your business and make it work for you. I'll be sharing with you how, as a busy mum of three, I've grown my own small but mighty Kids Activity business, starting from scratch in 2015 and transforming it into a highly profitable six-figure business that gives me the financial reward and time freedom to work just four hours a month. You'll hear how I did it, the highs and lows, the obstacles I overcame, and step-by-step strategies for how you can do it too. So if you want to fill up your classes, free up your time, and get more profit in your pocket, then you're in the right place. I'm Claire Attic, and you're listening to the Kids Activity Business Club podcast. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. Now, whatever stage you are currently at building your kids' activity business, one thing you can say for certain is that it is a journey. And with all journeys, you'll need to take a couple of big steps. Steps that might make you feel a little uncomfortable, steps that might push you outside your comfort zone, steps that might feel a bit risky. Now, this week, I've decided to open up and share with you three big decisions that felt like a really big deal at the time. But looking back on it, I wish I had made much, much sooner. I'm going to talk about a decision that I was reluctantly forced to take due to my personal circumstances. But if I hadn't taken it, I would definitely not have the business I have today. I'm going to talk about an expensive financial investment that I made that ended up paying off big time. And I'm also going to talk about expert advice that I got from a marketing guru that almost sank my business and what I did about it. So I hope you enjoy this episode. And if you're umming and erring about a similar decision, then hopefully my experience might help you decide. So let's dive straight in then. So the first decision I wish I had made sooner was getting the right level of admin and teaching support. Now, When I first set up, as with many new startups, I wore all the hats. I was in charge of marketing. I was in charge of sales. I was in charge of finance. I was in charge of customer service, admin, all the rest of it. It was all down to me. And I actually quite enjoyed it at first. I was so busy. I was making a healthy profit. My customers were happy. I was getting great feedback and all because of me. I felt really great and it felt like I was making a really good impact on the world. But more so, I felt I was proving to myself and to all those doubters around me that I could run my own successful business. Having made the big, bold move to leave the corporate world against the advice of a couple of people very close to me, my risk had paid off and I felt like I was making a success of it. And so it went on for about two years. I was very busy and I felt that being busy was a good thing. It meant my business was growing and it was being successful. But that's when I also started feeling the strain. It suddenly felt like I didn't have enough hours in the day. I've lost track of the number of bedtimes I missed because I just wanted to get on top of the emails. All the time I missed my daughter's nursery performance because I was committed to teach classes that day and I didn't want to cancel. I even remember sitting at the dinner table one evening, holding my phone where I thought the kids couldn't see it 
just answering customers' emails. Now, not only was I sacrificing family life, which was the reason I had left the corporate world in the first place, I was in fact stunting my growth potential by insisting on doing all the things. My ego completely got in the way. I told myself that there's no way that anyone would be able to do it as well as me. How wrong could I be? I also told myself that I couldn't rely on other people to run the business with the same amount of passion and dedication as me. Again, how wrong could I be? Building a team around me just wasn't on my radar, despite all these red flags and big warning bells sounding. And then I got pregnant with baby number three. A momentous moment, not just in terms of my personal and family life, but I didn't realise at the time, a pivotal and hugely positive moment for my business too. I have been lucky enough to enjoy a full year of maternity leave with baby number one and baby number two, and I wanted the same for baby number three. So I was faced with a really difficult choice. Either I closed the business or I looked for a solution for it to be able to run without me. I opted for the latter. And that's when my amazing, incredible team was born. I recruited two fabulous teachers to teach the lessons. I delivered a structured training programme to ensure that they not only became familiarised with my lesson plans and technicalities, but also understood the values, principles and ethos of my business. I also recruited a business manager to oversee the teaching staff and also to manage all the customer communications. I set up processes to help the business. I put in automation where it was beneficial and I had a very strict deadline in place to do this a couple of weeks before my baby was due. So I worked with so much focus and attention and it worked. And not only did it work, I still have the same core team working with me now, plus a couple of additional teachers too. The business has not only survived, it has grown, it's improved, it's become more profitable, it's able to serve more customers, it has more impact, it has thrived. Had I not got pregnant when I did and been forced to make that decision, I do sometimes wonder whether I ever would have made that leap. I just wish I hadn't waited two years. Two years is a long time when you're compromising time with your kids, time with your family. I wish I had made that leap sooner. So next up then, the second big decision that I made, which I wish I'd made a little bit sooner. Now, you may already know that I'm a chartered accountant by background and in my corporate life, I worked in finance. I'm a bit of a self-confessed spreadsheet geek. I even planned my own wedding using one. There isn't anything that can't be done in a good old spreadsheet. So it probably won't come as a surprise to you that in the early days, I ran my entire business using spreadsheets my accounts, my customer database, my registers, booking and rebooking process, even my lesson plans were done using a spreadsheet. Great, very cost effective, but in hindsight, not the best business decision. Now, whilst I loved my spreadsheets because I'm a spreadsheet geek, I knew that other people would not be able to use them without huge headache and lots of training, not to mention that spreadsheets tend to be rife with errors. So when I was forced to make the move to recruit a team around me, it was also the cue to start automating my booking process. Now, I took quite a long time reviewing different booking systems, but eventually arrived at one that could do most of what we wanted. Now, compromise was definitely needed as I've still not yet found one single software solution that ticks all my boxes, but this one came close enough. And yes, it introduced a new, fairly hefty monthly cost into the business, 
but it significantly cut down on my admin time or the admin time of the staff that I was recruiting. Given I was not paying for that admin time, this actually resulted in a saving. And not only that, there were far few errors. Plus, it looked so much more professional to the outside world as customers had features available to them like joining waiting lists and so on that they couldn't use before. So given my time in business again and what I know now, this is definitely one area that I would look to implement a lot sooner rather than creating more and more complicated manual spreadsheets to cope with the work. Now, the third area that I wished I'd made a big decision earlier is to do with tracking my marketing numbers. Now, I'm a really big numbers person. I've got a finance background, as I've already mentioned. I'm very financially focused and acutely aware of the importance of numbers in a business. However, at the start of my business journey, I remember talking to a marketing guru who told me that it was very difficult to track the direct result of marketing campaigns and, in essence, not to bother. This was probably some of the worst advice I have received in my whole business life. Tracking numbers, whether they are financial or not, is incredibly important to know whether a strategy is working or not. Now, for the first three years of my business, I blindly poured money into advertising in a local baby magazine. When I had my first child, it was a hugely popular magazine, the go-to place for all classes in the area. Because I found it so useful myself and because all my competitors seemed to advertise in it, it seemed like a no-brainer. It wasn't cheap. In fact, it was my most expensive form of marketing. Three years later, I was still paying the bill and my adverts were still appearing in the magazine, but I was starting to feel that something wasn't quite right. Talking to mum circles and talking to my customers, people hadn't really heard of the magazine I wasn't seeing it being displayed in the places that I used to pick it up. Also, it wasn't being sent to people's homes for free anymore. They had started charging. It was at that moment that the penny dropped. I needed to measure how many leads I was getting from this particular very expensive form of marketing. Was it really worth it? So over the next 12 months, uh, my time was taken up experimenting. We popped different offers into the magazine. We tried running competitions through their mailing list. We put out messages through their social media channels. Plus, we put a very strong reason for people to tell us that they'd found us through the magazine when they booked to ensure that we knew exactly how many customers had come from that particular source. And the results were, quite frankly, shocking. And it was suddenly a no-brainer to stop advertising with them. Now, I am to this day still kicking myself a little that I didn't do this legwork earlier in my business journey. It was such a huge drain to my finances and it was doing very little for the business. So my message to you is don't just track the financials and the high level numbers. Make sure you know how to measure the impact of every single strategy you are using before you implement it, including all those marketing strategies. So there we have it. The three big decisions that I wish I had made sooner in my business. They felt like such a big deal at the time but they really did pay off. Building that team around me, switching to that automated booking system and also making sure that I was completely on top of all my numbers, not just the financial ones. I hope you found that helpful and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. Take care and bye for now. If you're loving the Kids Activity Business Club podcast, I want to invite you to register for my free workshop, How to Sell Out Your Classes. In this live 60-minute online workshop, 
Learn what works and what doesn't when it comes to filling up your kids' activity classes. I'll be giving away some golden nuggets of information that will truly transform the way you think about making sales. Sign up now at claireattec.com forward slash fill up. That's claireattec.com forward slash fill up to save your seat. It's completely free and I can't wait to see you there. If you found today's episode useful, then please press the follow tab where you found this podcast to make sure you don't miss out on any new episodes. And don't forget to rate and review it too, as it will make all the difference in helping other people find it. Thanks for listening. Take care and bye for now.